Hi, and welcome to another episode of Half Court and Midrange. I'm Court. I'm Ray. Uh, and we are coming together here to do a preview of the Eastern Conference Finals because the matchup that we were both waiting for is finally here. The Philadelphia 76ers versus Joe Harris. Ray. It's all paid off, Court. It's all paid off. All the times that I mentioned Joe Harris uh, finally paid off. What a shot that he hit to uh, win game seven in overtime. Pretty incredible. Goodness. Goodness. Yeah, I know. You would have thought, you know, six years ago when you were talking about Joe Harris and he was cut from a team and languishing in a basketball purgatory. And I was rooting for the Sixers and they were really, really bad that we wouldn't get the payout like this. But here we are, Court. We stuck guns and now we are both in the Eastern Conference Finals. One of us go to the NBA championship and have a chance, a good chance to win it all against a um, not too intimidating Western Conference. So here we are. Congratulations, Court. What a year. Congratulations, Ray. The process paid off. Uh, the the Joe Harris pit. There was a point in Joe Harris there where it seemed like it was a reasonable possibility that he would come on this podcast and talk to us, and instead he's <laughs> hanging out with Kevin Durant and James Harden and Kyrie Irving yeah. and Steve Nash and DeAndre Jordan and yeah, uh, tweeting on Kevin Durant's Chan. burner accounts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe Harris has stuck. I think since twenty fourteen. Uh, I guess we started this, well, 2013 or 2014, probably. Mm-hmm. All the way to Front Street. I feel like it's risen similar to Bitcoin. I was about to say, if you go back and listen to us talking about cryptocurrency in one of the old episodes, we probably said something pretty funny. Um, something that would have made you guys and us a lot of money if we had bought a lot of Bitcoin at the time. Then again, things that go up like that often hit an all-time high and then maybe trail off a little bit. Well, I don't know. Let's talk about the Sixers first and how they made it to the (laughs) Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, against all odds, you know, coming into the NBA, everybody's like, Ben Simmons, he's great, he's athletic, he's fast, but he can't shoot. But what do you know? Now he's shooting corner threes like it's nothing. Confidently going to the basket, getting fouled, draining his free throw attempts. Um. It just really worked out as good as it possibly could for the Sixers. Who would yeah. have thought? What a scorer! What a what a confident uh, <laughs> a confident force at the basket. He just goes right up with it, and he can right. still he can still lay it off to somebody when they're open. He doesn't just <laughs> yeah yeah he just <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly. Uh, all right, we should cut the bit. All right, I we're done with the bit. This uh, at least. Four of our seven listeners probably don't know that the Sixers and Nets um, did not make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And seven out of seven of them probably didn't think, well, I don't know. The ones who didn't get it probably didn't. If they didn't get the joke, they couldn't think it's not funny. That's what I always say. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So for some of you, we made a joke that wasn't funny. For other ones, you just thought we were telling you about basketball. And that's, that's okay. That's really my comedy philosophy is yeah. 
It's the Ben Simmons uh, shooting style. If you don't shoot the shot, you can't miss the shot. Therefore, <laughs> there was a pretty good tweet that showed. I think it was over seven games. Maybe ben, ben Simmons shot a total of three shots in the fourth quarter. I think in the entire series, it was either like three or four or five. But he made every single one of them. <laughs> so somebody tweeted it, and then somebody else responded like, "Exactly, a hundred percent. He was perfect." Yeah, he, well, that, yeah, I mean, it gets into the whole, um, you know, what is the ideal percentage on stuff? Uh, and yeah. clearly, 100% is not an ideal percentage because it shows that you're not taking enough. Exactly. Jobs. Exactly. Um, Your mileage may vary depending on what the activity is here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I do feel like as a Joe Harris fan, you're in a better position. Well, one, the Sixers, for everybody's not aware, the Sixers had an absolutely devastating series. They were heavy favorites. Um, Embiid was was hurt, but he still played really well. But basically, besides Steph Curry and Joel Embiid, most every other Sixer was pretty disappointing, and Ben Simmons was terrible. And we got we lost our worst team. But the Nets at least lost Kyrie Irving, and James Harden was playing on a significant hamstring injury. Um. So, but your boy Joe Harris, he did have a rough series court. I'm sorry to, sorry to say that. How are you feeling about that? Yeah, I mean, he's Joe Harris. What are you going to do if he's the fourth guy out there and it's just wide open when it's like those three guys are scoring and he's kind of an afterthought on the defense? And he was also like guarding Drew Holiday and stuff. I'm like, what is, that was kind of the bizarre thing. I was like, what is this world? He's up in the playoffs and he's guarding Drew Holiday uh like that just seems like a bad idea i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah it does it does yeah the nets were just a strange very odd team um and i think it was more weird that he just i mean he didn't hit shots i assume that's sort of an anomaly because he's definitely one of the best shooters in the league and he just had a cold streak but yeah and you can he probably he probably won if he didn't yeah he 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 has i'm sure he has cold streaks that during the season similarly but it like doesn't matter as much if like at least you know two out of those three guys are at 100 ish percent that kevin durant yeah. game five was pretty amazing though and i guess his yeah. game seven even though they lost and he airballed that shot at the end which <laughs> was yeah. probably one of the bros that after he airballed it just the reaction on his face and everybody else's face and like oh man yeah, that That's was pretty brutal. Well, the shot he hit to tie it was, was insane. Kevin Durant is the best player in the world. And I, 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 I would have, I maybe would have like wrestled whether it was Kawhi or KD, but it, it feels it's, it's KD, I think. Um, but that, that shot to tie it at the end of regulation was nuts. Misfortune, I got to watch that live. Um, and actually, what was crazy about the last shot, the air ball, is that you could tell he looked like he thought it was going in. <laughs> like he got, and it was like multiple feet short. His leg just must have been, for everybody not, who doesn't know, he basically played the entire game. If not the entire game, he might have sat for like a minute in an overtime game. Um, and so he was just absolutely exhausted. So much so that he shot it, thought it had a shot to go in, and it was like multiple feet short. So his legs just must have been gone. Yeah, he played the entire game five. I don't know the actual minutes for six, but I, he obviously had extensive minutes there. So, yeah. uh, 
that's a lot of minutes. Garden played so many minutes on a bum hamstring in game seven, where it's just kind of like, what on earth? He's probably glad they didn't go on. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But here we are. The playoffs go on without the Sixers and the Nets. We'll be all right. We always be do. All right. That's the process. That's what they said. Don't have to look at Trey Young's face anymore. <laughs> Trey Young is very annoying to root against. That is for sure. But they're going to change the rules. So there's this guy, uh, Trey Young. He's a one of the smaller basketball players in the league. He's a really gifted passer. He's a really good dribbler. And he, he's a decent shooter and just very creative. But he a lot of his value is derived because he um, basically draws fouls on people by jumping into them in unexpected ways. And it is incredibly frustrating when you have a team like the Sixers that has a number of good aggressive defenders. And he does that all the time, but the NBA is going to change the rules. You got to respect somebody who they change the rules uh, because of how good they are at something. It's like, that's Wilt Chamberlain level. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I respect, I respect it as a, I, I'm kind of, I never really begrudged James Harden for all that stuff. Cause it's, I was, you know, there's the rules of the rules. And if you can exploit them, that's the purpose. How can I <laughs> Sam Hinky supporter not to do that? But um, it just isn't a pleasant brand of basketball to watch or certainly to root against. Like um, the process, which led to a lot of delightful basketball games to watch. Hey, I loved it. I, <laughs> it was way less uh, anxiety inducing than watching this Sixers team. <laughs> The point <laughs> and Simmons blow up uh has a wide open and uh, well Matisse Tybal foul a three-point shooter at the end of the game. Oh goodness. Speaking uh, of the old Sixers, I guess like it was pretty weird that the draft lottery happened and I wasn't even really it wasn't even even on my radar. That used to be like your big event. And now no, it was just I like did we ever watch? I don't, I don't know if we ever watched any of those together, Court. Did we? I the draft we... lottery. I feel like we uh, tried to like live record one one time. Obviously, that failed. But yeah, yeah, that and uh, Dota. Um, Dota, man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was the, the lottery was last night. The Detroit Pistons came away with the number one pick. Um, did you get to watch any of it, Court? No, I just found out this morning when I was checking to see what time the European uh, Championship soccer games were on, uh, and then the headlines on ESPN said something about the NBA draft lottery. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, well, it was the standard uh, draft lottery fun. Lots of incredibly awkward... Uh, so each team, if you haven't seen it, each team sends a representative, which maybe is a former player or an executive or a current player or a coach. Um, and then <laughs> they, just put the, they just have the camera. Normally, they actually come to the same room, which is interesting. And then they pull envelopes and say what the order is. Um, but for basically the first, you know, 10 or so, usually the teams are in exactly the same order. And so they just show, like, the random wife of the owner sitting there, you know, and it says the Indiana Pacers get the 13th pick. And then they just try to make up some sort of emotional response. It's just always very awkward. And I love it. It's one of my favorite events of the year and was the highlight of my year uh, when the Sixers were 
trusting the process and trying to get the best lottery picks. But I can still take joy in it, Court. And that's, even, that's even though that they're not in the lottery, not in the lottery, not in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, yeah, because it's sort of every it's a hopeful event. You know, every team can dream that they're going to get you know the next LeBron James hmm. or Ben Simmons or <laughs> other <laughs> Joe Harris. You know. Um, you don't have to be in the lottery to get your Joe Harris, you know? Yeah, you just gotta you just gotta wait it out. You just gotta be chill. You just gotta get one of those second round picks. That's right. Buy off one of those cheap teams. Um so yeah, the lottery was fun. I think if you haven't seen it yet, there's a nice meme. Uh Swin Cash, who is the vice president of basketball operations. And I believe a former uh, great basketball player herself mm-hmm. um, of the Pelicans was their representative. And when they panned to her and just showed, I don't know if the Pelicans maybe got like the 10th pick or something, but they got the pick that they were expected to get. And she had this very disgusted uh, kind of over it kind of look uh, that was instantly uh, loved and will likely be a meme. <laughs> I think that's a good thing. I think or, getting getting the tenth pick and not winning that lottery was not as exciting for her as winning the NCAA championship twice mm-hmm. or winning the WNBA championship three times, which are some Goodness. of her accolades in her playing career. Turns Goodness. out those executive jobs not quite as thrilling. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but. Good for her. Also, there's been a lot of, I haven't been, I don't know if you've picked up on this court, but there's been a lot of buzz around the, uh, the WNBA. I think the ratings are also up, but I know I see more people talking about it. I think there's more advertising about it. That's kind of neat. Yeah. I feel um, like the YouTube algorithm is somehow, uh, you know, has uh, ingrained all the sexism of our culture and automatically recommends uh, you should watch this because you've watched Joe Harris before uh, <laughs> and and doesn't prominently feature the uh, WNBA games, but they do appear like far on the right-hand side of the screen when I'm like selecting from live sports. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, algorithms, I searched for half court and mid range to figure out the date of our last recorded posted episode. And the advertisements that were associated with half court and mid range were Jose Bank suits. (laughs) No. (laughs) Extra slim fit, wrinkle free, Banana Republic slim Italian, Danish style sports coat. And so I don't I thought that was worth mentioning. I blame Michael Mahoney because our good friend Michael Mahoney uh, recently got married to our good friend Kelsey. And Court and I had to uh, either have or acquire suits to be groomsmen. And so I think I think somehow now the internet thinks this this podcast has something to do with fashion. I'm trying to search for it because like that's also clearly you had to buy that suit recently. And so it's like, that's your advertising profile yeah. uh, that is in there. And I know, yeah, you know, 
we have some people who are in the, the listeners who are like in the industry, so they probably know better than us. But I've, I'm trying. To, I also block ads most of the yeah. time, so it's hard for me to like find an ad, uh, or maybe people just aren't buying ads on the search for half court and mid range. I just tried to. <laughs> I pulled it up in Brave and turned off my ad blocking, uh, but. <laughs> I feel like we would be competitive for, yeah, I guess ads, you, you, the way it works, right? You pay to get an ad run on certain search terms and different search terms are more expensive. Like I think maybe a mortgage is an expensive one. Um, I would have to imagine half court mid range is about as low as it gets. You know? That's interesting. It's, it appears that our topic in Google groups about half court and mid range is available <laughs> on the search results, which that uh, <laughs> maybe is more disturbing in far, far more other ways. So we'll we'll come back to that one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any of you listeners out there, you might want to you know think about that. Um, but right, right uh, next to that though is everything you need to know about basketball court. Uh, nice, nice. And so yeah, I feel like people are definitely going to be flocking to that link instead yeah not be interested in anything else also there's the records and briefs of the united states supreme court um hmm. some sort of google book uh search result there interesting interesting but yeah look we, at that spin-off podcast called rand court trying to backwards uh engineer google search algorithms mm-hmm. yeah if like you would like to listen like- to that Feel free to email Michael Mahoney and ask him to ask us to do that. Michael Mahoney. Um, all right, Courtney, I have some I have some trivia for you. Are you ready for some trivia? I'm always ready for trivia. You know me. I love right. trivia. Watch Jeopardy every day. So the idea of this trivia is that uh, a lot has changed since Court and I last did a half court and mid-range. The last one was posted on July 9th. 2019 so almost two years ago that was the last time we posted one i just want (laughs) to we've recorded one since then but it was uh i never got it off my phone uh we recorded it in the middle of the everglades it was not meant to be it's not meant to be to be honest it was mostly just you telling kevin mcmahon how much he sucked for liking the celtics (laughs) i would i hope i think it might my anger was more directed towards the Celtics. Sorry, towards- yeah, it was more you were disappointed in Kevin for liking yeah. Celtics who suck. <laughs> and it's mainly because I think so highly of Kevin. That's really <laughs> what was happening there. Didn't but didn't I, want to imply that you maligned Kevin McMahon. Nothing is further from the truth. Um, if you are in Nashville, he is the best librarian around. We should figure out the branch of his library but I, I strongly recommend you just go to the library and ask for Kevin McMahon, whichever um, one. Yeah, I mean, I think he's changed back and forth. Uh, he was, yeah, I feel like he had, was at the main branch for a while recently, last time I, I checked up with him. Also, I'm not, do you know, he's not a librarian, right? He works at the library, but or is he now? I don't, if he is by now, I feel, if I apologize to you, Kevin, if he is not, and Ray called him a librarian and he's not, then I apologize to any librarians, which I, as I understand it, you have to have a specific uh, advanced degree to be an actual mm. librarian. Okay. This seems like an important clarification that is a yeah. problem. I don't, wow. I don't know. I, mean, I need to do more research on that. I'm not quite sure. 
who could help me. Regardless, I, I'm confident that he dispenses of his duties, whatever they are and whatever title he has, uh, as well as anybody else. Or yes. better. Yes. yes. Um, all right. So in the trivia, it's been a long time since we last recorded. And I, the, the way I thought about doing this was thinking about a lot of players have been on many different teams between then and now. So my, my trivia for you is going to be ask a number of players, and you're going to tell me which team they were under contract with when we last recorded this. Okay. It's generally, it's generally going to get harder, I think. It's going to get harder or that's easier? Not, that's, that's not true, actually. Okay, the first one is Danny Green. Which team was he on on July 9th, 2019? Uh, Raptors. I might be no, totally yeah. wrong. <laughs> no, that, that's close. He had just signed with the Lakers on July 5th. Uh, okay. So gotcha. what's hard about this is, is it right, it's right in agency. July 5th. Oh, man. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. I remember watching that series. You know, I remember watching the Raptors. Uh, okay, this one is actually the hardest. Um, okay. But I'll see if you get... Actually, I'll give you two teams. So, but Jeff Green... Wait, um, Oklahoma City. No, so he is actually on the Jazz, which is hard to remember at all. Whoa. Before that, he was on the Wizards, and then he ultimately worked his way to the Rockets and maybe the Thunder as well, and now he's on the Nets with one and only Joe Harris. Joe effing Harris. All right, and then Chris Paul. Let's see, Chris Paul, Chris Paul at that point in time. Okay, Oklahoma City. <laughs> I don't remember when that happened. That entire year was a blank. Was he on the Rockets still? That's very close. That's a really hard one too. So he was on the Rockets and he was traded July 16th. Oh, this game sucks. <laughs> um, I blame Kevin McMahon. <laughs> Um, Wait, how many more do we have? I'll keep going. I'm going to get one right. LaMelo <laughs> Ball. LaMelo Ball? He was on that uh, freaking whatever you call it team in Europe, right? He was he was on the Ilarwara Hawks in Australia, actually. Yeah, exactly. Europe. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Um, and then last but not least, Joe Harris. Joe Harris. Joe Harris was already on the nets at that point. That is right. That is that, right. There you go. You got that one right. The others Ooh. don't really matter. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, if I knew every single date of when Joe Harris changed from one team to another, <laughs> including all his uh, call ups and whatnot from the Canton charge. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That would be, uh, and then one more related to a comment exchange we had earlier. What was the price of Bitcoin in July 2019? July 2019. Oh, that's that's a tough one. And I'll give it to you if you get within three thousand dollars. Okay, um, eight thousand dollars. Close. It was just below. $13,000. Oh, man. Yeah. 
Man, I was so wrong. I didn't even get my plus or minus 3,000. I should have just said 10,000. I should have just bought it then. Yeah. (laughs) That's all right. I gave you, I should have, those were very hard trivia questions. I didn't, I didn't even write any trivia questions for you. So things have changed. uh, Yeah. Did you have a job then? Did you have a, or no, you were in school by then. Yeah, I was in, I was July, 2019. Yeah. That was the, the summer after my first year of seminary. Right. And yeah. The things hadn't changed that much then, you know, you were still, you're still, yeah. Still the same person. Exactly. Exactly. In a different place, doing different things. Um, all right. All right. Um, well, what else has happened since we last recorded? Yeah, some other big, I feel like some other big things have happened in court. Um, maybe to kind of get an, an idea, we each uh, compiled a list of the top five most impactful world events that have happened since July 8th, 2019. Okay, and I did that, yes. This. I yes. did that several minutes before we started recording this. At least several minutes. Some of them I thought about for several hours before we started recording this, possibly. Yes. All right. Yes. So, um, how are we going to pick who goes first? I. How about you go first? Okay. My first event was Sam Hinkie tweets about Rome. He actually <laughs> might not have, I have to check this tweet. He might not have tweeted about it, but I found the tweet about Rome. Hold on, let me just click Sam Hinkie and I can see March 23rd, 2021. I started using Rome because Sam Hinkie made a post about it on Twitter. Wow, so yes, what's my Rome? Notes, my notes for this are in Rome. Uh, which is, uh, hold on a second. (laughs) You can probably click somewhere and see, but basically it's like Google Docs. It's a note-taking tool for network thought. Easy to use Mm -hmm. as a document, as powerful as a graph database. Rome helps you organize your research for the, we're not even sponsored by them. We probably could get (laughs) sponsored. This guy seems, uh, anyway, I don't want to malign the guy who made it too much. He does seem kind of weird. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) nothing wrong with weird. Weird is good. Weird is good. Uh, so yeah, I've started using it as sort of a note-taking app, uh, but also to-dos, and it's sweet because you can you have your like daily note pages, and then you can mm. ma- see a graph of all the things that are connected to each other. So if you mention topics together, they like get lines between each other. Uh, so yeah, um, you can. Uh, there there it was when i first started uh it there was basically just like a graph with like your name on it and sam hinkey and the process because i was trying to explain why i knew who sam sam hinkey was uh (laughs) (laughs) now the graph is like actually i was going to click into the graph and see if there was um any like funny things in there that i could uh do insights but it's like pretty massive at this point because I've been, um, I haven't kept up as far. It's not like exactly like a journal for me at this point, um, but I have uh, posted on a lot of days since March, whatever it was there, 21st. Oh, I zoomed in and No Children is a uh, link on there, the song by the Mountain Goats. Nice. Uh, and Sam Hinkie is connected to a lot of different days 
the Philadelphia 76ers, who is connected to Ray. You can kind of do the, um, oh, Ray is connected to the University of Virginia. All right. All right. All <laughs> right. Specified number of Miller lights, uh, Jabez. <laughs> all right. There you the, go. The beds room. The beds room, you can get to Michael Mahoney mm-hmm. or Michael Hicks. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. There we go. MFA, boom, back to Michael Mahoney. <laughs> MFA, I feel like MFA would be a big connector on your map. Yeah, there's a lot of connections to MFA. Joel Embiid is connected to Brendan Palmer Angel because there was that time when we bought each other uh, portraits of our favorite players. Uh, yeah, artists. that was nice. So, yeah. That was nice. Um, um. All right, so that's your number one. That was my number number one one world event. World event, not a world event in any way. Uh, It helps me go on uh, inexplicable tangents, which I probably didn't need help with as it was. (laughs) Well, um, now I'm second guessing mine, but I was thinking the biggest event since we we last talked was COVID-19. And- You really put that on there? I really did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> no offense or anything, just like. <laughs> no, I actually no, no, you can... this seriously. Okay, okay, perfect. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> At least one of us did. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's weird. Things, uh, we had a global pandemic, Court. We have it still, it's still here. It's still happening um, by the technical rules. Um, yeah, no, I don't have anything. Uh, I don't have anything novel to say at this point right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I probably don't. Need, well, I'm. I'm glad. I. I I'm glad that things uh, seem to be getting better. It's pretty incredible that we developed our scientists and. Um, medical community developed a vaccine in a year. It was yes. really nice in New Orleans a couple weeks ago and just interact with lots of people I love uh, without masks on, knowing that most everybody was vaccinated. Um, so I don't know. We're on the other. We're 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 in a, the better side of it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yesterday. I like went to a restaurant and I had forgotten my mask at home, but then we were eating out outside anyway, but it was just like, Oh yeah, I can just like walk over there and I don't need to like have this around necessarily, mm. you know, I yeah. was outside. So <laughs> yeah, I'm in, I'm in central PA now and uh, there's not a lot of masks around here at no. all. So I think in a lot of places it's, and that doesn't mean, of course, that people aren't still getting COVID. And tragically, a lot of people are still dying. At least, although in this country, the numbers are way, 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 way better, thankfully. Um, but we're in a much better spot, and certainly a way better spot than we would be if we hadn't developed a, the vaccine so fast. So that's and if great. Yu Yang Gu hadn't been posting his dashboard. Yu Yang Gu, what a man. Gosh, <laughs> that man. If y'all don't know this, this is a, I'm going to, I'm going to, I wasn't going to bring up Yang Yu, but here we go. He's a data scientist that built a better predictive model basically in a week than most of the highly financed, uh, you know, 
designed to do that. And he did so using a, a relatively straightforward uh, machine learning model that was great. And he's provided great objective insights throughout the pandemic. And I appreciate him. So yeah, shout out. Step up. That's right. That's right. Well, do you think we should keep going on with this list? Because mine's mostly going to continue to be serious. But uh, I video. I mean, my next one is the trade of Andrew Wiggins and D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> 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 it just seems like really significant that those two players got traded. Uh, yeah, that is pretty significant. <laughs> um, especially, you know, Russell has a lot of ice in his veins. So that shows, you know, you can still be a great basketball Well. You can still be a below-average basketball player and have facing <laughs> your veins. Wiggins was a totally respectable small forward for the Warriors. Yeah, he did basketball things. What's your next one? Yeah, basketball things. Well, my next thing was actually my only joke, but now it's not going to seem that, you know. Oh, okay, it- I'll do a serious one. <laughs> it was going to be the Lakers winning the championship. Um, uh, yeah, the, the culmination of, uh, you know, all of LeBron and ADs and uh, their their AC clutch scheming to get AD out to to LA, um, and they won. Although that was that was really it was really nice that we got uh, when everything was locked down. There was a sense of normalcy that basketball was being played, and they found out you know how to do it safely. Yeah. And it was really high quality basketball and the Lakers won. And now, you know, LeBron is, I think, I think he's the best player ever. A lot of people don't, a lot of people still think it's Michael Jordan, but I think he has a much stronger case now either way. And so that was my, that was my number two. I had actually originally had LeBron James signs with the Lakers, but that was actually not in the right time frame. So. <laughs> So, so fortunately i figured that out while i was running i was like no 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 that's not that was before then oh yeah we should have done that as one of the which team was he on i might have, yes i might have tripped myself up on that <laughs> yeah i should yeah you're right i should have given you a, a one that made you overthink it um all right what do you got for number three court <laughs> uh this one i have uh john mcafee apparently died in prison today he was the crazy bitcoin antivirus guy uh i don't really have anything i said i also have i don't know maybe skip this one as my note on this one because it happened it happened today and it's like one of those like jeffrey epstein style and also greg greg Greg, Greg just texted me that and so i was like oh i better put it on there but yeah feel free (laughs) to do y'all's own research or enlist the help of a librarian find out more about that one We'll go to either yours. way. Enlist the help of a librarian. Don't enlist the help of the McAfee antivirus. <laughs> software is terrible. That is right. That is right. Um, my number three, related to LeBron James, is the state. Uh, so the state of things that are happening in China. Mm. There's, uh, there's a lot of stuff happening in China. Hong Kong was sort of a sort of independent-ish kind of entity and China has kind of taken that away the last few years. There's been lots of protests about that. And there's some pretty gnarly human rights abuses, particularly against the Uyghurs. And it relates to LeBron James in the NBA because the current general manager of the 76ers, Daryl Morey, 
tweet it, Free Hong Kong. And this was caused a kerfuffle. China does not like people talking badly about it, particularly people that it has financial uh, relationships with, and it does with the NBA. And LeBron James told Daryl Morey that some things you just shouldn't say, or you should, something like that. What did he say? He basically told Daryl Morey he should have stopped talking um, because it would cost, inferred, I would infer, because it would cost people like LeBron James and Nike and the NBA lots of money to upset China. And it did cost them money. They stopped showing Rockets games who the Daryl Morey was with. And uh, so, yeah, I think that's a, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, have a heavy heart about that stuff. That feels like a pretty big thing that's, that's happened in the last, in the last uh, two years. Geopolitics, man. Yeah. Well, there's one thing I can assure you about half court and mid range <laughs> is whether we talk or not, we're not getting any money out of this. <laughs> <laughs> At least so far. I don't know. Did yeah. somebody buy me a drink one time? I <laughs> yeah. We're just going to avoid upsetting Rome. That's the idea. Also, when you said when you said Sam Pinky tweeted about Rome, I thought you were talking about Rome, Italy. Oh, because yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Daryl Morey tweeted about Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait a second. The Vatican got taken back over by Italy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah. Don't ha- I don't ha- yeah, I don't have anything. That's why most of mine were not that, you know, not not that yeah. serious cuz I don't have I don't feel like I have anything particularly um uh smart to say about it. Yeah. I don't yeah. I uh I probably don't either. It does feel relevant to the NBA. I mean, we nominally this is nominally a podcast about basketball. And this is a weirdly a, a current event that does relate to basketball because the NBA is popular in China. And the NBA is trying to grow its uh, brand in China. And I, I do think there's been a lot of, probably what's been most disappointing to me about the NBA last couple of years is their cowardice and not um, effectively going along with China and suppressing Daryl Morey's speech here and um, not sticking their neck out for because of financial losses that's sad but that's a lot of that's a lot of life i guess a lot of company and uh it is what it is economy first huh that's right not not for Kyrie though (laughs) (laughs) any world event event is uh relevant to basketball because of Kyrie irving's takes on everything so yeah yes shout out to him Um, yes yes my What's number, your number four, Court? My number four one is four seasons total landscaping. That was possibly there's a whole lot of Trump things on there, but that that was it's played to death. The it's played to death. You you know. Yeah, but no, that's it, a good. It was in Philadelphia too, so that just like added, the, the cosmic hilarity of it was everything about it was perfect. Rudy Giuliani, yeah, Trump is an idiot. Rudy Giuliani is an idiot. The the four seasons like. Just like the idea of like, oh, I'm going to have a press conference at a fancy hotel is like, that's in, that's laughable to start out with. And then just, it's just the the perfect location, right, yeah. by the, right by the sex shop and the crematorium, Four Seasons Total Landscaping. You can, and you know, you know the, you know, Philadelphia and it's just like the kind of, pla- the, the kind of places that there are. It's a landscaping yeah. place. 
Yeah, yeah, it's in a blue, it's in a blue collar part of town. It's uh, it's weird. Is it that dovetails nicely with my fourth one, which is the election of Joe Biden. And uh, yeah, we were last time we were talking, we had a very different president who is a jerk. Now we have a new one. Yeah, we have a different jerk as president. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't exactly, I don't exactly love him either. But uh, um, you know, it feels a little bit more normal, I guess, right? Just to have a kind of regular politician guy be president and not a reality show TV star kind of leader type. He still does and says terrible things, but maybe at a yeah. lower rate. Yeah, yeah. And is that yeah. the is that the best you can ask for at this point? I maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's like Ben's shooting strategy, you know. Just do it. Although then he would actually, it is kind of like that. Joe Biden did campaign a lot. He didn't really say much, and that was probably the right strategy. And you know, I guess I don't. You don't. You certainly don't hear much about him as you hear about Trump. He's like the Drew Holiday of... No, I'm just kidding. I can't keep going with that metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. What's your number five part? Uh, my neighbor starting to play clarinet. Uh, nice. Now that I work from home. <laughs> she's also really into um, jazz music with meandering bass lines. Um, so that's nice. Yeah, it's actually you, not that bad, but <laughs> are you going to play with her? Uh, well, actually, that I thought about that. I don't know the best way to bring it up, but um, it's kind of like one of those things where maybe when you share a wall, it's like you probably want to avoid sharing too many things because it gets a mm-hmm. little. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. so that's that. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your last what's your final fifth thing that happened since june 8th 2019 um well it is the it is the killing of george floyd and the uh, various uh, protests conversations um responses political movements associated with that and yeah that's really it's really changed uh, a lot this last year. And it feels like the most awkward one of the ones that I've shared. And we probably don't have particularly novel things to say about that. But yeah, that's a heavy one. Yeah. I, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about that. There was, there was, a, Derek Chauvin was convicted. So, I guess, yeah, that is, you know, I mean, that is, I, I have a hard time feeling hopeful about, and, and I also feel very strange feeling hopeful when people are like convicted of things and like sentenced to punishment and stuff, but in light of how uh, unjust the system is uh, with mm-hmm. regard to black people in this country. Mm-hmm. That at least mm-hmm. that small glimmer of something seemed like a little bit because uh, otherwise I'm liable to be pretty cynical about the whole everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think there are a number of um, 
Yeah, I think I think that it, it was a shock. I don't know. It was a shock that he got con- convicted, or at least to me, I was I was mildly I was surprised that that happened. Um, it is, I was a little bit too. I've since kind of talked to people, including I would say people that are more conservative, pro police, uh, or former police officers that pretty much like he deserved to get it, and I'm glad he got it. And um, so I think it is. I think it is. Um, I, th- I think it is. I think it is a good thing that he was convicted, and I think it it does say some. There, there's clearly a lot of cases where police were not appropriately held accountable for abuses of their power, and the fact that one one prominent person was, I think, is a I think is a is a good thing, and. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll see. And then I think there's all types of reforms that actually have happened at state and local levels that have legally uh, restricted the amount of protections that police officers have, like an unqualified immunity or similar types of protections that likely will change the way if it hasn't already, that, that policing has will happen. And those are, I think, complicated issues. And we also you know, see crime rates going up in basically all of our major cities too, that in ways that are that are concerning. And so this is a very complex thing, but I do think that there are a number of like positive uh, conversations happening in an appetite for relationships between police and communities. And I'm hopeful that at least safer communities and less abuses of power. Yeah. So we will see. Certainly complex. And I do think that's why I like when we talk about basketball and that I can be incredibly reductive. Steph Curry is the worst. <laughs> yeah, that actually, that's a take that didn't hold up as well as it that, that the, the Steph Curry is bad stock aged very poorly. Did it age poorly? I don't see him in the Western Conference Finals. He did not. He did not make it there. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Well, this was good, Court. It was good to, to have Court Midridge again. Listeners. Uh, Listeners, thank you for bearing you. with us. There may be a bunch of audio issues uh, when I upload this. Uh, but, you know, we're doing the best we can. It has been strange that we, uh, despite the fact that we did it remotely for a year, the podcast, uh, that once things like shut down and remote was like the only way to do things, somehow I got way worse at being able to mm-hmm. <laughs> record things remotely. We... But um, it might have just also been, I don't know, I was pretty fatigued of doing remote sort of calls uh, in a, I don't want to call this work because this is way better, like way more fun. I'm about to lose some money here. <laughs> <laughs> way better than a work call, but you know what I mean. <laughs> But it's still when people zag court. That's the thing, you know. A lot of people the pandemic started, they started podcasts. Yeah, exactly. You know, podcast we did that. Joe Harris, now he's good. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Over it, over it. Yeah, whatever new stuff we said on this, that's gonna be popular in five years. We didn't say the real thing is all those podcasters are trying to buy audio equipment so courts Oh, yeah, yeah, that's that. Whatever you said that time, that probably definitely didn't get recorded. <laughs> <laughs> because but, of where I'm in relation to the microphone? Uh, I think it's just uh, the packet loss. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's hard to keep those packets, you know, UDP. Well, well, this is great, Court. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks for joining me and uh, everyone. Thanks for listening. And we will uh, catch you next time, whenever that is. <laughs>